0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. I have my friend Katie from The Wellness Marketer here today to talk all about Instagram trends for 2021. So if you are using social media, thinking about using social media, um, specifically Instagram, this episode is for you. Um, I know that Katie has so many tricks up her sleeve when it comes to Instagram, how to sell and market and um, attract your dream clients. So I'm really excited to dig into this with her today. So let me tell you a little bit about Katie if you don't know her. So Katie Costa, aka The Wellness Marketer, is a nutritional scientist and marketing professional who helps health pros grow their business online using holistic marketing strategies. Effective digital marketing isn't rocket science, but there is a science to it. Katie has a Master's of Science in Human Health and Nutritional Science from the University of Guelph. I also went there as well, <laughs> side note, and has been working with health practitioners and wellness businesses for the last three years to grow their social followings, launch their businesses, and run email campaigns that convert followers into clients, customers, and students. If you're looking for extra credit, check out some of her teachings on the Wellness Marketer podcast or on Instagram at the Wellness Marketer. And you're definitely going to want to follow her. She has so much good content, both on stories and her feed on her reels. I'm sure she's going to talk about that all today, but welcome to the podcast, Katie. Awesome. Thanks so much for that amazing intro. Yes, of course. Um, I mean, you have so many accolades that I could talk about. uh, But the biggest thing that I always think about when it comes to you and your business is definitely Instagram. You are so good at showing up, providing value, um, being really creative, making things really fun and exciting. Like your Instagram is definitely a source of inspiration for a lot of people. So um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your business, how you got started. And then maybe we can just start that conversation of like how to use Instagram to grow your wellness business. Totally.
1: Okay. So I know, I think we may have talked about this the first time I was here. So sorry if anyone is listening and hearing the same story twice, (laughs) but I'll refresh your memory. So um, hi, my name's Katie. We already know the basics, but I have like Always been into business for like as long as I could remember. And I remember like literally being a kid and like, you know, I was that kid doing lemonade stands and like always looking for my next dollar. And long story short, I ended up getting into health and wellness because of a career, career, well, like athletic career in competitive cheerleading. And that's how like I got into nutrition. So I ended up at the University of Guelph in a program called Nutritional and Nutraceutical Science, which nutraceuticals are just a fancy word for supplements, like a pharmaceutical is to the medical industry. And yeah, so I did this program. I ended up starting a business in university called Lindsay and Katie, and that was a natural personal care product company me and my best friend started that came from... It it actually, you know, was like birthed out of a project that we just got like really great feedback on. We ended up turning it into a business, ran that for a little while. And that's really where I learned marketing. And I also learned that I've gone to school for a number of years to like learn health science and nutrition and all of this. And there's actually not a lot that was taught in regards to like business and marketing and how to actually use your, your, scientific skills that you're learning and yeah, translate it into a profitable business. And so it was actually a naturopathic doctor from my network who had like first reached out to me to be like, Hey, did you build that website? Can you build me one? And so I built a website for her and then one job, you know, turned into two two jobs, turned into three jobs. And, and this was all while I was actually still finishing my undergrad. But so I started my like freelancing company. Uh, ended up registering the business in early 2019 as like a branding uh, company. We were doing websites and social media graphics and a little bit of marketing strategy, but it wasn't until I graduated from my master's and like jumped right into Uh, a really big like corporate job which I think I was still at last time that we spoke and so we were at I was working there and that's where I was like hey I actually really love this like full strategic marketing side and I rebranded the company not once but twice until I landed on the wellness marketer and I was like this is it and it's been almost like two years since then and it's been super awesome. And so now I have since finished my like corporate contract and I'm working for myself and I have a small team and we do some marketing management still for a couple of clients but are really focusing on serving more people in our community through like courses and online programs, all about marketing, digital marketing, Instagram, um, and really bridging that gap of like the health, science and business training for like other health and wellness professionals. So now, now we're here.
0: Yeah. Well, you're the pro when it comes to all of that. You're definitely my go-to for like I mentioned earlier, those trends, those you know, you're really on the ball with you know what's coming up next, how to utilize the platforms to their best capabilities, and again, you're definitely like that trendsetter person that I look to. So, um, well, thank you. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's really refreshing to have you know your perspective on a lot of these things because I feel like sometimes. Some of these social media platforms can kind of become a bit stale or we end up feeling like, oh, there's just another thing I have to do now. But I always find Mm -hmm. that I get like extra motivation or push from you to make these kind of new offerings on these platforms fun and actually help them um, work for you, not against you.
1: Yeah, totally. Like Instagram is, it's definitely not the same platform it was in 2019 or You know, before that, like it's evolved a lot, but it's still an amazing tool to like get the word out about your business and connect with potential clients and yeah, ultimately turn your followers into paying clients, customers and patients. So I'm super excited to share like more about what's working in 2021
0: hmm And if anybody's interested, uh, Katie was on for episode 70, Key Marketing Tips to Sign Clients. So you can go back into the archives um, and find that one. It's a great one. We kind of did like a joint uh, episode, which was really fun, where we both shared our expertise on marketing your wellness business. So that's definitely a must listen to. Let's just jump right into the Instagram trends. Where do you want to start? I feel like there's quite a few things we could cover.
1: Totally. So I think we must address the elephant in the room, which is reels. Like (laughs) new to 2020, right? Like I think it was just in 2020, not 2019, maybe late 2019. Some people were getting the rollout, but really like reels took over in 2020. And I always love to set the stage by like comparing it to TikTok because to really understand why reels work the way they do we, we have to look at TikTok because TikTok as the new social media platform on the block, um, you know, which was an, uh, an amazing hit, like it's, you know, trailing Instagram, I believe as the second, like most downloaded and most used like social media platform. And that just like came out of nowhere essentially. And the thing with new social media platforms is that creators can grow very quickly. Um, and you know, They design the, you know, the software engineers design the social media platforms in that way to kind of hook people in to these new platforms. So you can grow really quickly on TikTok, just like you could grow really quickly on Instagram when Instagram first came out and it's not the case anymore. Um, And that's just, again, the way that's just the marketing strategy for new social media platforms. So Instagram saw the rise of TikTok essentially, and more people were spending more time on TikTok than Instagram and especially Instagram growth being like you know not not happening as easily as it did in previous years they were really starting not starting to lose a fan base but again the spotlight was just kind of like on TikTok and people's people's interests and eyes were there so Instagram then released Reels to compete with TikTok, just like they released Instagram stories to compete with Snapchat stories when Snapchat did that and released that feature and it started creating more buzz. And, you know, it was kind of like the top headline in social media news. And then Instagram took it over. And it's so funny because at that time they saw like Instagram as the copycat, but Instagram still came out on top. Mm -hmm. Right. And now we think about stories. I don't know about you, Stephanie, but when you think about stories, I'm sure that you think about Instagram first instead of Snapchat. Am I right?
0: Oh, yeah. And to be perfectly honest, like that's when I feel a little bit old because I didn't even really get on the Snapchat train. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And like totally valid. But that's like essentially what's going to happen again with TikTok. And that's what's happening right now where Instagram has released a new feature to compete with a new social media platform so that they can stay on top. And so if, for people who don't know this, Instagram reels also run like on their own feed. So as of right now, May, 2021, um, it's that middle button. When you open up Instagram, the middle, the middle button on your menu across the bottom of your screen on the app, you can go directly to your reels feed and your reels feed looks just like the TikTok feed and the reason why reels has reignited like organic growth on Instagram is because of they they basically copied the TikTok algorithm and like the TikTok feed where you can follow people right from the reels feed mm-hmm. and just like at on TikTok so it it allows you to discover new accounts and follow new accounts so much easier because if you think about other Instagram like content, like when was the last time that you just followed someone on Instagram just from like scrolling through a feed, Mm -hmm. right? Like it just, it's not the way Instagram really works like anymore unless you're like directly spending time on the explore page. So long story short, I could ramble about this stuff forever, but that is like why that's like how Reels works. That's why Reels have like, um, are causing so much like organic growth. It's like reignited organic growth on Instagram. And it's a direct competition with TikTok and to like keep those Instagram users on Instagram and not jumping ship for another platform. So this is like a real opportunity for people on Instagram to you know, grow organically again with like minimal effort or without like spending a lot of money on ads. Uh, because this as mentioned, it's a new feature and that's why it's behaving in the way that it is. So it's not always, it's not always going to be this way. Um, I am forecasting that basically once TikTok, the TikTok rage like slows down and it becomes, you know, just like normal and not the hot new thing anymore, then the organic growth will also slow down. And then similarly with like the original Instagram feed, the way that the algorithm for the Reels feed might work a little differently where the growth will then slow down as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because that's the trend that we tend to see with with Facebook-owned social media platforms. So long story short, Reels are still super relevant in 2021. There is still a massive opportunity for seeing organic growth. Like I had one... Uh, one of my clients, she has like maybe 2200 followers or something like that. And she's really awesome at being consistent with the reels. And she made one recently, like that went super viral. And she got like over 50,000 views, I think, and then like over 400 followers, like just from wow. one reel. Wow. And she only had about 2000 followers. And she's like super niche, like in like a pelvic pain, like health and wellness account. So it was like, and but the funny thing is, they don't like take off right away for the most part. Like reels will often go viral like weeks later, so we're also seeing like a longer shelf life with reels as just like content on Instagram. And I don't know why. It's just again the way that the the reels algorithm works, just like TikTok. You can see super popular TikToks that are like you know weeks, if not months, old. Mm-hmm. um in your feed because like again like the better the content does the more it's shown and so yeah that's kind of how reels works and it's like still super relevant and like even especially if you have like a niche account um they can be super powerful because of like that you know that for you page on TikTok like it's the same idea behind the reels feed
0: Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing all that, because I think there's so many people who know Reels now, like they know about Reels, but they're making this argument like, do I really have to do them? Do I have to get on it? I don't feel comfortable or everybody else is doing it. Why bother? But I think you make a really compelling argument that that you need to get on it. It's very important for your business if you're using, you know, Instagram as a social media tool. Totally. And well, I mean, yes and no. Like,
1: yes, because, and yes, if you want to see the organic growth and I mean like who doesn't, but at the same time, I'm like a huge believer that like, you don't always need to be like focused on growing, like growing your audience, like growing your following. Like it's more about building those relationships and like making sales. Like if you're focused on running a profitable business. So like. If the reels aren't your thing, like that's cool, but like know that you're not really going to see that much organic growth without them. So like it just like kind of depends on what you're doing on Instagram. And then that's what I would say about that.
0: Yeah, no, that's a fantastic point. I know a lot of my clients and um, even some people that I know that have quite bigger accounts have been um, saying that their reach for their, you know, uh, the feed posts, you know, so exactly what they're posting like in their feed, that has gone down quite a bit. So do you think that that's because um, Instagram is prioritizing reels, and then they're just not showing or pushing the feed posts as much as the reels?
1: Um, I'm not sure to be honest because Instagram doesn't confirm a lot of these things and I you know I'm big on the facts so like there's a lot a lot a lot of stuff that's like straight up just made up yeah. about like the Instagram algorithm out there and I don't know if it's because Instagram is pushing them more I think it's just because people are preferring to consume video content like we we've, we've seen that as a statistic like you know over and over again that like people are just preferring video content and then you know secondary to reels it's kind of like a sub trend but like the idea of like micro video content or just like short form video um whether or not it's in a reel versus an igtv or like you know on another platform like tiktok like short form video is just really capturing people's attention and they want to consume it it's fun like it's entertaining so yeah, I don't know if it's really Instagram pushing one or the other. Like, I think, you know, they've had to make room for reels, you know, like in the feed. So it makes sense that then not as many, let's say, static posts are being shown because now they're like slotting in all of the short form video. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's hard to say because they don't really confirm. But we know that that reels feed like acts like its own feed, as I as I mentioned earlier. And that's really that's where things I would say are kind of like its own, not own machine. Like, you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess kind of like their own machine and with like, with its own rules.
0: Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. So for those that maybe are trying reels and having a bit of success or those that want to try reels and just need a bit of a push, um, can you give us any like tips or tricks on how to make like really good reels, like even, you know, pulling from your clients and maybe what they've tried or what you've tried. I know you've had some reels done that have done really well as well. So what would be like some mm-hmm. tips that you would give for people to, you know, really nail like a good real strategy?
1: Totally. So just like any, like any content, like I would like to say like good content falls under three categories. Like it's either problem solving inspirational or funny like because good content just like evokes an emotional response with people like in people and those are the three that I find just people really gravitate to and viral content tends to be like to fall under one of those three categories Mm -hmm. um so having yeah content meaningful content in one of those three categories as a starting point um, but also for Reels, like Reels are a little bit more aesthetic than TikToks. So we're still finding, yeah, that like Instagram-y <laughs> aesthetic slash approach, like the aesthetic approach to Instagram is still carrying over into Reels while some TikToks, you know, are quite like minimally produced and they can be like the most viral things ever. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the same for Reels, not in in my experience anyways, or like what I'm seeing. So still like maintaining that aesthetic Um, and then all obviously the transitions, right? Like that's kind of what reels are known for. Like these crazy camera transitions that are super attention grabbing. And then you're like watching it five times and you're like, you know, how, (laughs) how did they do that? Um, Because then the more views that something has the, again, like it's the the momentum and like the algorithm, the more views it has the more that it will get pushed out. So having a really eye-catching reel and then when you can like get two, three, four, five views just from each person, like that's the difference between viral content and like non-viral content. So how can you use a transition, especially in the first like two to three seconds uh, to really grab their attention before they scroll past? That's gonna be like your best bet for, yeah, trying to get someone's attention and trying to get their engagement. Uh, And then the last thing that I want to say is that you still want to make sure that your reels have a very clear call to action. I mean, some people don't do this, but I have like a very profit-driven approach to Instagram marketing. And it's just kind of like wasted real estate, in my opinion. And especially like if you have a post that's getting, you know, like 40,000 views, why wouldn't you want to like direct people to whatever you're selling or your email list or something like that? So I think all good content has a really strong and clear call to action of what you want your audience to do next. But but that's just my opinion. So those are the three things I would say.
0: Yeah, no, that's really good advice. I mean, one thing that I personally have wanted to try out more, and maybe this is the Mm -hmm. time where you can hold me to it, and then I'll I'll give it a try. Um, but doing more of the comedic reels or the the already viral reels, like those, I you know, kind wow. of keeping on the trends. I tend to not. I don't know why. Like, I I tend to always, like, do a, a trend really late. So maybe I need to kind of shift my approach and, and start trying them now. But what would you recommend for people if they want to learn, like, what trends are out there or, like, how to make a more, like, comedic video that is, like, really going to appeal to that, like you said, emotional side and make someone laugh or have them watching it over and over over.
1: Totally. So yeah, like looking for trending audios is awesome. Honestly, TikTok is like kind of better for this. They just have it set up in a way that like, it's easy to discover, easier to discover audio than it is on Instagram. So I really like going on TikTok for inspiration. I haven't done it. I haven't honestly been on TikTok in like at least six weeks though, just cause like It totally hasn't been a focus for me. But like, if you're someone like, like you're saying, like you want to really like take your reels to the next level, you want to get ahead of the trends, use TikTok because it's just, everything is happening there first, especially with like a lot of creators post their content there. And then a lot of the really funnier, like viral reels, um, are actually just like recycled TikToks that were like, you know, viral six weeks ago on TikTok. So start there. You can see the trending audio and you can see challenges and trends and yeah, really hop on them first as opposed to like just looking on Instagram and also YouTube. Like, you know, I like love YouTube university. I'm like a huge advocate for university of YouTube. And if you just like look up like, you know, May, 2021, TikTok trends, like new trends, there are YouTube videos and there are lots of YouTube tutorials. So teaching you those transitions and things, like there's definitely multiple videos that explain anything. If you've seen it on Reels or TikTok and you want to do it, there's a tutorial online for it. So yeah, really leaning onto the other social media platforms. And then last thing I'll say on this is like there's actually people out there who do like um trend watching and post about them. So you can always like look up hashtags like that on TikTok or Instagram and uh, follow people like who are trend watchers and, you know, turn on post notifications for them. And they tend to announce things as soon as they start to get popular. So a few options for you.
0: Yeah, those were some great tips. Um, I know I tried a TikTok dance. I didn't post it. I didn't record it. (laughs) But I know that I'm like totally that sidelines person who wants to learn new things. So I think it like is a little bit getting, at least for me and maybe a lot of people listening, getting out of your comfort zone, trying something new and seeing if- it. Which one did you do? Oh, um, with the Cardi B. Is it up? Up? Yeah. (laughs) I've been practicing it in my basement, and maybe one day I will film it and then I will add it to reels. How about that?
1: If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's, up, then it's like, oh my
0: God, I am it's not crazy. coordinated though, so it's like it's taking me a little while to learn. And it pro- like I said, it will probably not be a trend, and then I'll post it. Okay, but why are you doing that? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it goes a little bit to the perfectionism of, you know, doing reels that feel comfortable to me versus going a little bit out of my comfort zone.
1: Totally. Well, like, it's never going to be perfect. Like, no, like, know that you can just put it out there. And it's going to be great. Like, it's going to do what it needs to do. But it's not going to do anything sitting in your drafts.
0: That is very true. Uh, Words of wisdom for everyone. And I guess now I'm posting that real so <laughs> yes we need, to,
1: we need to see the up dance people are gonna love it like trust me and like no one I call her coach Barbie no one wants to see coach Barbie like they don't want to see everything you do be perfect like they're definitely not perfect so there's that and oh my gosh I forgot speaking of that so good thing we came back to it that's like super super important for making like reels that actually make like your clients laugh and stuff and like what works for me is like actually saying shit that like they truly do connect with Mm -hmm. um like the real problems they have like the real things that they're saying and like making jokes and making jokes about that and like making it work with a funny audio so I like to like find an audio I think is funny by like you know scrolling through reels or tiktok and then I kind of just like listen to it and then brainstorm like hmm how could I like make this apply to my audience and the real problems they have and my clients yeah and the things that they say to me so or else if it's about you they don't care
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's a good way to be creative too. Right. Like, like I said earlier, you know, some of these platforms can be so stale where we're like, okay, it's the same thing over and over where I remember when I got TikTok and I would spend, you know, probably far too long on TikTok scrolling. Oh, yeah. I'd go back to Instagram and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's Instagram's like a slow moving turtle. Like there's nothing happening on Instagram in comparison to TikTok. Um, so I think it's like, you know, adding these different elements into these platforms makes it more fun and exciting and you can be a little bit more creative and go out of your comfort zone totally
1: exactly and like before this becomes like a whole episode on reels just because like there's so much we could talk about and now I'm like oh my gosh I've been talking about reels for half an hour (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about something else that is I kind of contradicted myself but I want to re like surface as another trend for 2021 Whereas, like yes reels are more aesthetic than tiktoks but actually overall aesthetic is becoming like less important on instagram and i think this just kind of comes back to people like being tired of only following like quote unquote perfect people and like perfect accounts and like online just because that's not real that's not relatable um like having a perfectly branded feed perfectly curated feed is like less important in 2021 in my opinion and accounts that like still like look professional in the sense that you know there's there's still like a recognizable color palette and it's not like completely random and it still like looks good Mm -hmm. um but like you don't have to have that like super polished super curated like you like don't post like just finding photos on pinterest that are like you know cute stock photos or instagrammy you know like kind of photos what we've come to know as instagrammy <laughs> millennial photos like again like more from like the 2018 2019 instagram era like that stuff is just not working anymore like people want to connect with real people they want to connect with relatable people they want to buy from relatable business owners not from people who make them feel like they are imperfect um so yeah it's kind of like you can exhale, you know, like you don't have to be perfect online. Like that's, that's the trend, I guess. Um, but yeah, aesthetic less important than just being cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm all for that. Right. I kind of gave up on the aesthetics a little while ago because I was finding it was just a bit too stressful and I wasn't helping anybody by trying to make it look perfect exactly. And like, and no one, no one cares. (laughs) Yeah, it's really true. But that holds so many people back. It really does. Exactly. It does. Hey there. I hope you're getting so much value from this episode. So I wanted to take a quick pause to tell you about the next level nutrition biz collective and share a special offer just for podcast listeners like you. If you're trying to get momentum with your nutrition business or need some support figuring out your next steps or brainstorming ideas, this monthly membership is for you. Inside, you'll get monthly in-depth marketing, sales, and business trainings, and Q&A sessions to help you grow your nutrition business, as well as a supportive community where you can ask questions and exchange ideas. If you want to learn more or join us in the Next Level Nutrition Biz Collective, head on over to www.stephanielong.ca membership and be sure to use the code podcast in the checkout to get your first month for only $7. See you inside. Okay, let's do um, trend number two. What do you have for us that could uh, really work in our business?
1: Trend. Okay. Hold on. Well, I guess like trend number two was just like aesthetics are like not that important. That was like a rapid fire trend. Okay. Um, so we're, I'm going to say trend number three, trend number three. I still believe that Instagram stories are like more important than ever. And so it's not like a new, new trend, but just like the idea that like, yes, Instagram stories are still relevant. And like, especially if you're someone who wants to like make sales on Instagram, Because here's the thing, reels is like reaching new people and that's what like feed content does generally, right? It allows you to be discovered, explore feed, reels feed, sharing, getting your posts shared on to other people's stories. Like it's all about visibility, but Instagram stories are really about building that connection. So especially now that like, you know, the organic growth has been reignited as we, as we described on Instagram, How are you going to engage those people? How are you going to build relationships with those people and convert them just from followers into clients? Because just a new, we know that more followers does not equal more sales. So we like, can't forget about our trusty Instagram stories or posting, you know, consistently in our feed or that engagement with our community so that we can, yeah, really engage those new members of our community of our audience and like walk them further along that customer journey. So Instagram stories still, still super relevant.
0: So it'd be a little bit of a miss for someone to like put all of their eggs in the basket of doing reels. And then they're just like all the time and energy's there, but then yet they're not even showing up in stories. Like how are they nurturing that audience they just built then?
1: Exactly. And because we know the reels feed is really focused on showing people like new content too, that it's not like, well, yes, your reels, if you engage with people, just like in your feed, like they're going to see your reels in their reels feed. But for a new follower, you like have to like work to build that relationship so that your stuff is going to be seen by them in the algorithm. So, uh, yeah, definitely still want to have like a well-rounded Instagram strategy. Uh, I see a lot of people focusing their feed on reels, which is cool. But, like, know that the feed and stories are kind of, like, separate entities.
0: Mm, yeah, very good point. Okay, so we've mm. we've got to keep up with the reels. You know, well, if that's part of our strategy, making sure yes. we're not, like, focusing on the aesthetics too much. You know, we're keeping it consistent, but not that it's mm-hmm. stressing us out. Um, and then stories are a must-have. Is there anything else that you see, like, really taking control in 2021, like really kind of going off the handle? Or um, do you think it's kind of the same process of you know showing up, doing your stories, doing the feed posts, doing the reels? Are those things like you nail them and you're good, or is there more?
1: Hmm, that is a good question. Like I think there are definitely other things that are like trendy on Instagram. But in terms of for like a business perspective and like what I've anything that I could foreshadow that would be like meaningful for business, um, is honestly just like highlighting that video content and honestly just outside of reels. So like IGTV, um, but even like in feed or with stories, because some people will, you know, only like post photos on their story or reshares, but, truly like the type of content that is going to get the most reach and the most engagement outside of reels is that video. So like showing your face, especially as a business owner, this is like more relevant than ever because social media is just more saturated than ever. And we need to like stand out and to stand out as a business, people really want to connect with your personality. So having yourself on video or having, you know, Whatever is unique about your business, showcasing a client transformations and testimonials, um, you know, maybe even doing like in interviews with your clients and sharing that like on video, but really using video to like get your message across will be, in my opinion, way more effective than just using like static posts. So like, you can still use a mix, don't worry, you don't have to go fully hundred percent video. But make sure that you're doing video and stories and like speaking to the camera and doing reels and uh, sharing other formats of video content so that people can really get to know you and your personality. Because when it comes to like asking for the sale, it's going to be so much easier because people will know you more. They'll trust you more. uh, They've seen your personality and the way you work. so so yeah video content wins still
0: (laughs) yeah and I mean it's yeah it's something I tell my clients a lot I'm sure you're constantly reinforcing that and I don't think they always want to hear that which I understand it can be vulnerable to be on video but why don't we just talk for like a really quick second like what are some resources for people to um, get more comfortable on video like is it just doing it more and then you feel a bit better? Or, I mean, I guess kind of as a segue, I know in your upcoming Instagram program, like you're going to teach a little bit of those methods. Do you think it's something that somebody can learn on their own in time? Or do you think it's like worth, you know, investing in a program to help you kind of like fast track how to feel more comfortable and how to kind of show up and really um, optimize the video feature?
1: Totally. Like, I think you have both options right like I learned a lot from do-it-yourself stuff like from YouTube University uh, and you know I got there but I also did have a lot of experience and I spent years training in front of the camera when I used to do acting as a kid so like I had a lot of you know skills kind of drilled into me from a young age that I also like have maybe taken for granted. So like, yeah, as you mentioned, like I have a new program coming out, double your Instagram sales that is like really diving in to this and like how, to, how to create content that is going to engage people in 2021, how to become not only more comfortable, but more influential on camera, how to like become more persuasive and get your audience taking action because while you can learn these things yourself, like it can be vulnerable, it can be nerve wracking. So we know that we can get better results when we work with other people who have gone before us and you know, someone to also like guide you and be your cheerleader And um, because it's super easy to give up when you do it on your own and not to mention you will fast track those results. So yeah, if there's anyone out there who is listening, who really wants to like step up their Instagram game and become more influential and make more sales on Instagram, then definitely check out my new program. Um, And I think I'll have the link for that. I'll give that to you, Stephanie, so you can put it in the show notes, but it should just be the wellnessmarker.ca slash D Y I S for double your Instagram sales.
0: Yeah, I'll make sure I definitely put that in the show notes. And um, it's funny because, you know, you mentioned you have like an acting, you know, theater background. Um, I also have an acting theater background. And then I know a good friend of mine who I believe you're you're a friend with as well is Rachel Melinda, who I'm having on the podcast soon. And she has a theater background. And I I feel like, you know, some people, at least I'm curious if you get this as well. People are always asking me, like, how did you get comfortable on video? And I think I can credit it a lot to just like you said, you know, going to university for theater, having to be in front of people, and just building that skill. But for so many of us, like we don't have that background, or you don't have that background, and you maybe don't have the time or luxury to build that, you know, over time because your business is something you might need to scale really quickly. So, I'm really glad you said, you know, sure you can DIY it and take a little bit of time to feel comfortable or you can learn some methods to kind of get you there even faster so that you're showing up even more confidently now versus in, you know, 5 years.
1: Exactly. And like the acting skills are one thing, but the marketing skills are also there. Like their own thing and the magic that I've found anyways has really been like over the last couple years of essentially showing up on video almost every single day for the last two years, like, because I'm so religious with my stories um, and like testing, like what are the pieces of like the acting strategies and, you know, fundamentals combined with like these very, tangible like sales and marketing approaches, right? Like your messaging and sales copy and like, how do we actually blend those to create, you know, a really cool approach that works online in 2021 that doesn't feel like you're, you know, lying to yourself or to the camera or like being a sleazy salesman or anything like that. So yeah, it's definitely been some time in the making and I'm, I'm very excited to release it to the world. And so yeah. Anyone feeling called to this, like feel free to message me on Instagram or anything. If you just want to like chat about it because it's, it's a unique beast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, just like you mentioned the not wanting to feel salesy about it or icky or that bro marketing or pushy, you know, like obviously at the end of the day, we do have to use certain marketing, um, techniques to, you know, push someone to a sale or to, you know, um, illuminate that they might need this thing that we have, but there's ways to do it where you're helping that person feel really good. And there's ways to do it where you're leaving them feeling bad. And I love that you teach that feel good marketing so that you're, you know, creating those relationships and you're not feeling like you're this like, yeah, door to door salesman at the end of the day.
1: No, exactly. And yeah, I really pride myself on that because like no one wants to sell anyone on something that they don't want. And like, especially health and wellness professionals, right? Like they're here to heal the world and like impact lives. And at the end of the day, you're just looking for a way to make more sales in your business, support yourself so you can heal more people. So we're all about that. And um, there's definitely a way. So like, if you're feeling like, I know a lot of people just like straight up, are concerned that it's, like, not possible without, like, doing, like, the whole bro marketing approach, but it is. It is. It mm-hmm. takes a little bit of practice, but it's there.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you're a good example of that. Um, I feel like I'm a good example of that. There's so many people now doing marketing a little bit differently and using these tools in a way that, you know, you're not, like, logging off and you're feeling, like, this huge vulnerability hangover of, like, uh, why did I do that? That felt out of my skin. I mean, I... I personally feel very empowered when I use Instagram. So I think that like, there's just so many different ways you can use it. And to learn from someone like you, in my opinion, makes so much sense because you're not only just, you know, teaching these things that you're doing research behind the scenes, you're actually putting them into practice and you're building this community of people that, you know, through very authentic ways, you're not, you know, pushing people or anything like that. So I just think, you know, we need more people like you in this world in the marketing to, you know, teach these right um, trends and tactics and, and tips to, you know, make us feel good about our business at the end of the day.
1: Well, thank you so much. That is basically my mission and what yeah, I'm trying to do
0: here. So. <laughs> well, you're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Well, why don't you just share before we go um, where everyone can find you? Obviously, we're talking about Instagram. So what's your handle? And then if you wanted to share once more about your upcoming, um, I think, Instagram challenge that you have and a little bit about the program and where they can find all that info.
1: Yeah, totally. So as you could maybe guess, Instagram is where I hang out the most. So you can follow me there at The Wellness Marketer. Uh, You can also learn more about me and my services at thewellnessmarketer.ca and I also have a podcast of my own uh, with a great episode with Stephanie among others and that's the wellness marketer podcast and you can listen to that like on Spotify, Apple, anywhere podcasts are available really and then I mentioned the double your Instagram sales program so that will be on the website but thewellnessmarketer.ca forward slash d-y-i-s and yeah anything really important should be at the links in my bio on my Instagram. so if any of this is like missing or wrong, then anything anything worth
0: you finding is <laughs> on the link in my bio. Perfect. Well, again, I'll make sure I have that ready for everybody and thank you again for coming on. It's always so great. I learn so much from you. I feel like this is an episode for me just as much as it is for everyone else. So thanks for sharing your wisdom and I'm sure I'll have you on again soon.
1: Thanks so much for having me. And I am very glad that I can share with you today. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.